the words of Jesus. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Let's pray. Holy God, may the generous words of Jesus bind our hearts together with increased faith, hope, and love as we come this morning before you in worship. God, you are already here. God, you are already at work among us today. We come confiding in you, Lord, the state of our hearts, the state of our bodies, the state of our minds. We come asking, seeking, knocking. Is there anything you want us to receive from you today, Lord? We are here. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning and welcome. It's good to be back. We have not worshipped together here for two weeks. Two weeks in a row, which is a long time. We've never done that before. We've never not done that before. Whatever that is. <laughs> so I feel I feel grateful to be back to be back here with all of you worshiping this morning. And this summer at Abbey Way, we are focusing on our vision, mission, and values. Jan and I have um, preached about our vision. We will be a people alive to and walking in God's good way, and also our mission that Abbey Way is a church that practices the value of asking, listening, seeing, and responding to God and each other for the sake of our neighbors, the world, and those to come. So we, we preached on those way back in June. Um, and all of these things, all our mission and, vision, mission and vision and values, find their foundation in Jeremiah 6.16 which you've heard again and again over the past um, weeks and months, and you'll continue to hear it in the upcoming weeks and months. And in these, uh, sp specifically in these weeks to come, we'll, we're going to unpack our values. So we're going to look a little more closely at our values of asking, seeing, listening, and responding. So today we look at asking. We value asking here at Abbey Way. This is what the Lord says. Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. So we ask. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is. I like that God tells us and instructs us to ask especially when we come to crossroads. We are not to assume that we should or could know where the good way is. We are to ask, will you please show us the ancient paths 
and by the way, what are the ancient paths? <laughs> I was like, I started asking about that, and I was like, I don't know what the heck that even really means. <laughs> so, Lord, I'd like to know what those are. Um, and so, but we, we approach it without assumption. We don't assume. We ask. When I was little, I, I really did not like being in situations with others where I was, like, caught not knowing what I didn't know. You know what I mean? Oh, I really didn't like that. As a matter of fact, I really don't like that now, being caught in situations with others not knowing what I don't know. Um, so when I was little, I would pretend. I would just pretend to know what the teacher was talking about. Or when somebody, like, asks you something, and you're just like, yes. No. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Or more specifically, I think lots of times it was like about words, specific words, and they would like say words to me. And I was like, I have no clue what that means. I have no idea what that word means. But I'll just pretend to know. Like, go along with it. I think that happened a lot in college too. Like, I don't know what you people are talking about. In like philosophy classes and stuff. No, I was totally, whew. Um, so, but boy, all that work pretending which I did because I assumed that I should know. I should know what you're talking about. So then I felt ashamed and embarrassed that I didn't know. And so then I'd, so then I'd pretend to know, but then I'd feel bad about um, pretending to know. <laughs> Lying about that I knew what you were talking about when really I had like no idea, you know? It's like one of those little like white lie places where I'm just like, and then I'd get all worked up about it inside of myself. But boy, all that swirling emotional and mental energy expended inside of my little self as a third grader when a simple question would have sufficed. Will you show me how to do that again? What does that mean? What does that word mean that you just said? So... God's been helping me understand this for a long time now. I pretend a lot less. I pretend a lot less. But there are still times where I get caught. So God's been helping me understand this. And, you know, I think maybe one of the questions God would ask me as a little person, or me today, would be, why are you pretending? It's okay to ask. That's what I'm learning. It's okay to ask. Lay down that pride. Laura Beth, just lay down. <laughs> you don't have to pretend to be smarter than you are. Ugh. Ask for help. Don't assume that you should or could know without asking first. Asking is essential. In our relationship with ourselves, how we how we talk and figure things out within ourselves, in our relationships with others, and in our relationship with God. Asking is essential. And we believe here at Abbey Way that asking is essential to our health. In all the ways, in our emotional health, in our mental health, in our physical health, in um, our spiritual health, relationally. Asking we think actually makes us a healthier people. 
asking the honest questions, the curious questions, the vulnerable questions, the risky and challenging questions to ourselves, to one another, to God. We choose to ask the honest questions for just as in our decision-making, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago, we are shaped and formed by our asking. The questions that we ask, they shape and they form us individually and as a people together. God shapes and forms us in our asking. I think that's hopeful. That is hopeful to me. <laughs> as you know, I was ordained two weeks ago. Yay! <laughs> which is why I'm wearing this lovely stole here, which is a symbol of being yoked with Christ, where Christ says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I wear this. Shoot skis. I would not want to cry today. But I may. I might just cry. I am crying. I am not pretending. These are real tears, Laura. Not in self-denial. You're all like, you're crying. Um... So it's really, it's really, I have felt celebrated by Abby Way, and it's been really, um, like an honor, it's been really an honor to be called up and um, to have you all walk alongside me in this process. And I was ordained also in tandem, of course, with the Covenant's annual meeting in Omaha, at which delegates voted to involuntarily dismiss one church and two pastors from our fellowship. And it was a really difficult week. I felt and feel sad. I feel sad. I feel disappointed and dismayed because it wasn't as I had hoped. And after a long journey to get, just personally, as after a long journey to get to being ordained, I must say that it was a very, uh, it was a, a bittersweet um, conclusion to that part of my story. Not all of it was, you know, it's a good story, <laughs> but it was a bittersweet conclusion and a confusing new beginning. It's not pleasant to experience disillusionment of the very institution that you're being ordained into. So I've been asking a lot of questions. What is going on? <laughs> Why is this happening like this? How do I... How do I process all of my feelings, and what am I even feeling in the first place? What do I think about all that's happened? What do I do? How do the choices of the annual meeting impact Abby Way? Then I wonder about Abby Way. What are you thinking? Did, these, did the choices of the annual meeting impact you? or not so much? How are you feeling? 
How are you responding inwardly and outwardly? What are the questions that you are asking? What are the questions that we are asking? Will you share those with me? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so it's been really confusing and it has been so good. I felt so celebrated at our little picnic on Friday night and I went on vacation. So was ordained, went to the annual meeting, went on vacation, glorious mountains, rivers and streams and the plains and the buffalo. I didn't see any buffalo actually, but <laughs> saw some elk, the glorious elk. And then this last week has just been this, again, for me personally, just been this uh, like emotional roller coaster. I've cried a lot. I cried more in our staff meeting on Monday than I ever. <laughs> I was like, oh, I never imagined this happening. This is not really where, I mean, good people to cry with, though. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking myself today, how would I like God to help me in this? And I'm, I'm wondering for Abby Way, too, how would we like God to help us? in this. God, will you help me? And I want to say, I want to be able to ask more specifically, Lord, will you help me <laughs> in this way? Will you help us, Lord, in this way? God, will you help us? I'm grateful that we have a God who encourages us to ask. We have a God who encourages us to ask. And he is a firm rock on which to stand. That's what I felt at the picnic. I don't know if I finished that thought, but I felt really grounded. <laughs> like, oh, these are my people! <laughs> These are my people, and I feel known. By them, and they are representatives of God's love to me. We stand on a firm on a firm rock. I'm grateful that we, as a church, value asking. And it seems timely, doesn't it? to talk about and practice asking as we learn, learn about and see as we experience and grapple with this significant moment in the journey of our denomination. Church, this is where we begin. I humbly submit to you, this is where we begin. We choose to ask the honest questions, the curious questions, the vulnerable questions, the risky and challenging questions to ourselves, with one another, and to God. God, where are you in this? What are you doing? What is it that you are doing, God? in our midst. 
what is being revealed? God, what is your prayer for Abby Way? God, what is your prayer for First Covenant Church of Minneapolis? God, what is your prayer for the covenant? There's an image that has come to mind for me as I think about this value of asking. And I'll leave you with this picture. Um, And I think about this beautiful dress, like a beautiful dress being ironed. And ironed and ironed. It's a beautiful dress. But like a life without asking, without questions, it will remain flat, rigid, unwrinkled, very smooth, lovely, and unworn. How sad, how sad that this beautiful dress, though pristine, should remain unwrinkled and unworn. But a life of asking, of seeking, of knocking, is like being adorned in that beautiful dress, which does not and will not stay smooth and flat, but wonderfully wrinkled by questions. Our gritty engagement with this life of ours, wonderfully wrinkled by our asking, wrinkled with lines of concern and lines of wonder, lines of curiosity and sorrow and smiles wonderfully wrinkled. And that is as it should be for a life well-worn and well-lived. I want church for us to be adorned. I believe (laughs) that Christ adorns us in that dress. May we put it to good use May it be wonderfully wrinkled by our questions and asking and our engagement in this life we live together. So church, we stand at the crossroads and we look. May we ask for the ancient paths. Ask where that good way is. May we walk in it. And may God give us rest for our souls. Let's pray. Lord, will you please show us your good way? God here in the quiet we bring any questions maybe we have one question maybe we have many questions but we bring our asking before you today God we hold our questions before you
We entrust them to you, God, and we entrust ourselves to you. Hear us, O Lord. O Lord, hear our prayers. In Jesus' name, amen.